Welcome everyone to Live Your the Enriched Life podcast. We're here today to introduce to you another creative artist um, that I'm very excited to be able to feature her today. Um, she has an amazing story and I would love to introduce you to um, Soraya Silvesti. And uh, she is an abstract acrylic artist and nature provides the inspiration for her art and her practice. So she has uh, this to say, if you look closely at her paintings, it hints a cloudy sky or a stormy breaking, storm breaking, a mountain peak or the cosmos. The abundance of emotion and energy that are in, that are echoed in nature um, in, is in her artwork. So that's how she gains her inspiration. So that's awesome. So Soraya looks to nature to find color, pattern, composition that she then translates to canvas in a unique and delicate way. Influenced by fearless masters of color, such as Jonas Gennard and Michael Lang, Lang uh, Soraya strives to create interplay of light and dark hues, experimenting with color from and shadow smooth textures and blended color are key elements of Soraya's work. Much like the masters, Soraya looks to nature to supply mood and evoke a sense of wonder and awe. She uses the, uh, I'll probably mess this up, but I'm gonna try my best. Kiarashu, oh. Um, contrast of light and dark is a key tool in cert certain sense of grandeur, uh, majesty. Her work is highlighted in her new YouTube channel, um, appropriately called Soraya Silvesti uh, Zizi's Arts, Art Artist, I'm sorry. And um, so, yeah, so I am excited to share with you her story, her inspiration, and uh, message that she has for you who are listening uh, today. It's always so exciting to come on and to be able to share with you different artists or creatives that have so much passion for their work. And um, it's just awesome to me to be able to uh put together this group of creative, very talented people um, on these podcasts. So we're going to start off with some questions on what I asked uh, Soraya, and um, here is what she had to say. So I asked her, where were you when you first realized you had a love for creativity? And she says, I've always known that I'm creative. I remember even as a child analyzing art, the colors, the blending, the subject. Later, I also love architecture and the beauty of the lines in building or in a home. Much later still, the minute I walked into any room anywhere, I would immediately look at the art. I would be insanely intrigued and this continues today that's awesome 
and then I asked her, uh, what led up to you taking this path in the creative sector? And she said she moved to a new house and knew that she wanted a certain style of painting and went out on the hunt. She didn't find anything and she that she really loved. So she decided that she would paint one herself. That was the start 12 years ago. Last year, she donated that painting to a charitable organization and it fetched $500 in a live auction. And she felt very proud of that since it was her first painting. That is amazing. That is so cool. I'm glad to hear that. And then I also asked her, what did you do when you finally made your mind up to go all in with your skills and talents? And she says, from the moment I completed my first painting, I knew I was hooked. I had a passion and instant love. I wanted to create and to see where this would lead. I needed to find my own style, and that took some time. But now that I have all that time and effort I put in was well worth it. That's so cool. And then when else was, who else was involved? I asked her, who else was involved in your decision to follow this path? And she says, I've been very fortunate to have support of my husband and family, as well as my friends encouraging me to keep going. One friend in particular helped tremendously. I did not know she was an artist and I was painting, gathering more and more canvases in my home. She encouraged me to join our local art show and from there, I joined more. I even became president to one organization for years and started selling. I was a thriving experience. It was a thrilling experience to have my first sale, my first art show. That's awesome. And then I asked her, how have others helped you to this point on your journey? Family and friends have attended art shows I've prepared that I participated in. Some have given me the honor of purchasing my art at my solo shows in galleries. I truly feel blessed when someone loves a piece of mine to actually buy it with their hard-earned dollars. I feel that blessing each time a piece is sold. More often than now, now it's two art lovers I don't know and I'm so grateful. I feel they are being a little part of me home with them. They are bringing a little part of me home with them. Oh, yes, that's for sure. And then I also asked, how did your friends and family feel about you doing your craft? They have and continue to be supportive. They often tell me how proud they are. This makes me feel so much love and thankfulness. I also asked, how, what people have had an impact on your lifelong goals? And she said, certainly her husband has always been there for her. And beyond that, it is also other artists and gallery owners who have validated what I do and encouraged me to continue. And then I asked her, what did you do when you sold your first product or how did you feel? She said, prior to ever selling my art, I gifted and donated many, many works, but my first sale was a highlight. I will never forget. It was in my first local art show to a lady that said to me, I can't walk away without taking this home. 
I was rendered speechless. <laughs> I love that. And then I also asked her, how did you decide to take action doing what you love? After many years, she says, having taken care of her kids, her home, and her family, it was time for her to do something for herself. Painting has always been in the back of her mind, and I, and she decided it should come to the foreground of her mind where she could focus and create. Yes. Then I asked her, tell me the biggest reason you got involved in this type of craft and she said, in many ways, being creative, I feel, is a selfish act. You are focusing entirely on what you can do, what you see, and what you can create. It is very satisfying when a sale is made. It is gratifying and validating. It just makes you feel good. It really does. And then I also asked her, how did that work for you in the beginning? And she said, fortunately, I had the time to focus on my art. So it was a beautiful time to explore and play with paint and styles. So I asked her, what has been the most significant moment in your creative process? And she said, the most significant moment was, must have been when she realized it's just paint that nothing is wrong that she couldn't fix. Whatever I didn't think was right, it was significant that I could do whatever I wanted on my canvas until I felt it was right. That's freeing. That's for sure. That is, that's so true. Also, I asked her, at what moment did you realize you had a product others would pay you for? And she said, I was always fearful as I was creating that no one would like my work. I had hoped that there would be enough interest for someone to actually purchase a piece. But until that happened, I never knew. That's how most people feel. They feel they may have a really great product and then they're afraid to put it out there or they don't put it out there because the fear of failure and you just never know. You put it out there and you see what happens and you just you never know. And um, so that's awesome. I also asked her, how has that made you think differently about yourself? And she says it validated to me that it was it wasn't just me that loved her work but that others did too and now she felt like like I wasn't she wasn't just creating it for herself but she was creating it for others that's very true a lot of our work sometimes we we like to do what we like to do but then other people want something you know when you create it for them and it seems like it's 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 our our love and our passion that goes into it but it's like we're creating it for them to to send a message to them and it's just it's just awesome and then i asked her how has this experience impacted your life she said that she was always looking for her passion it goes without saying that her husband and kids and now grandchild always come first. But now I also have a separate passion, something for her, um, a creative outlet, outlet, which she's making the world 
of buyers a little bit brighter and more colorful. Yes, she is. And that makes her so happy, which in turn makes her world brighter and full of promise. I also asked her, name one lesson you have learned along the way. And she says, don't give up. If you love what you are doing, even if no one else does, or it, if you never make a sale, what you are doing is for yourself, for your creative soul, to feel that soul, to feed that soul. I'm sorry. And then I also asked her, what would you say to other creatives listening? She says, don't be afraid. We all carry this feeling with us. It's hard to put yourself out there. Look, world, this is what I do. This is what she says. So many of us put it off or just never do anything about it. I say, just go for it. You never know until you try. The only way to conquer and overcome your fear is to try. If all you can say in the end is you tried, I think that is cause for celebration. Yes, very true. I also asked her, how did you find an outlet to sell your products? And she said most of her work is sold at galleries, a few online, uh, and she used to focus on local art shows, but now uh, is concentrating solely on these uh, venues. And then I asked her, what did you choose? Why did you choose to share your experience? She says, I was honored when I was asked, and I feel uh, if my experience can enlighten some other creative that would be enriching to them, then it is an honor for me to have played a small part in someone's journey. That is so nice. Then one last question I ask her, what else would you like the listeners to know about you? She says, I always think, why not? Question mark. I feel it's never too late to learn, to create, to enhance your life with creativity. You will be doing yourself a favor. She was happy to take the steps she did. They were definitely baby steps at first, and now I'm more of a at a jog. So recently, she took a big step, one she was afraid to do, but so glad she did, by starting her own YouTube channel. It has been the most fun she has had in a long time. It has complemented her passion for art in a new way. Oh, that is just so awesome. I am so glad to hear that. Yes, and she can uh, use her YouTube channel to drive traffic to her, her artwork and um, to get more sales and things like that. So having, you know, another outlet is really great for your creative, um, you know, hobby or, or craft or business, however, you know, whatever it is stage you're at, you know. So she has a YouTube channel here that I will um, also include in the link to this podcast. And she also has a website that you can probably go and see her products. Uh, it's at Soraya Silvesti. I'm sorry, Soraya-Silvesti.pixels.com. Com. So you can go there and uh, check out her amazing artwork. I'm sure she does an amazing job. I haven't had the chance to uh, check out all of her artwork yet, but I would sure love to. And um, I see some of it sometimes um, on, pin on um, 
Instagram or whatever. Um, but I would love to go and check her artwork out and um, to see what she has available. And I hope you will too. She would really appreciate that. And I would so much appreciate that too. Uh, my focus here is to really to help artists and other creatives to be able to uh, drive traffic to their products, to be able to gain more sales, to gain more income. Uh, this is one way that I help out freely to be able to uh, let you get to know some of the different artists and things. We're starting to get a group together here um, that we are interviewing and being able to feature. And it's wonderful links that I'm listing here on each one of the artists or creative um, podcasts where you could go and shop for handmade goods. Um, it's also a nice place for us to kind of gather together to be able to uh, keep this momentum going, to be able to bring other friends and other creatives that you know to this podcast and have them featured so their products can be uh, you know, viewed and seen. Um, it's always really nice to have the opportunity to feature these uh, different podcasters because um, you really get to know their story. You get to know what is behind their artwork. You kind of get a sense of their character and personality. Um, and it's just a wonderful feeling uh, before you go and want to buy their art. You want to kind of have a story of, of what they're all about and what they're really um, grateful for and, you know, how they become to be an artist or creative up to this part. Um, so it's really nice to have some sort of a background about a particular uh, creative, you know, for other people to go and to purchase. People nowadays just really love stories. They love listening to other people more carefully. They love um, knowing about people a little bit more before they invest. Um, so it's just a really nice free way to be able to um, do this, you know. Um, so I am very uh, grateful that I am able to do this. I'm always so thankful and grateful when other creatives come to, you know, the forefront and be able to want to do this and sign up. You know, it's all free. Um, and to be able to start getting a group together that people can go there and shop your links and they can get to know you a little bit better. Um, so I really love doing this. I, you can tell my excitement, how I get so involved in it. Um, I really love being able to feature um, other artists and creatives. And uh, I love hearing the stories about um, their life and how, you know, they become, you know, uh, interested in what they do and what they craft. Um, it's always very heartwarming to me. Um, and I'm sure it is for other creatives and other artists. We just all love this type of stuff. And we love other people who have the same type of mindset that we do, right? Um, so... I am very grateful. I am so thankful. I love all of you guys, all of you creatives that are able to, um, you know, to view this, to to listen to this podcast or are able to, um, you know, get involved in some way uh, to be able to get your stories told. Um, so if you're anyone's out there who's listening, who's interested in 
um, being featured on this podcast. I would love to have you. My arms are wide open to any kind of a creative or artist or sewist, you know, uh, person who sews or, um, you know, pottery maker or any type of craft. Um, and I would love to feature you. Um, so just reach out to me and I will send you the sign-up sheet. I will put the email address that you need to uh get the sign-up sheet from. I'll put that in this uh, recording as well. Um, so you'll be able to um, have that link. You'll be able to have uh, Soraya's, um, Soraya Soraya's uh link uh, to her website. So you can go and see her amazing work and uh, show her some love. Please go there. And uh, uh, even if you don't purchase, just go there and really uh, reach out to her, get to know her um, and send her some love. She would appreciate it. And so would I. So thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I look forward to talking to you all real soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. <music>